You're listening to the Ouija Broads, a podcast about weird tales from the Pacific Northwest. If we've covered anything in today's episode that might be particularly upsetting, we'll have tagged it in the show description. And we also wanted to warn you that pretty much every episode, there's going to be language that earns that explicit tag, because we're not really ladies. We're broads. You're listening to Ouija Broads. This is Liz. This is Devin. Devin, you know how sometimes on TV there's a Mm -hmm. guest star that like really steals the show and then all of a sudden they bring them back and they get a whole episode. Everybody stands around talking about how cool they are. Yeah. I'm doing that today. Who are you? Who? What side character? Whose side chick are you bringing at as the bottom bitch today? I'll give you a hint. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. It's the hell trolley. It's coming to town. It's getting the whole episode all to itself. <laughs> you, it, we're three, it, we're 30 seconds in and you've sung every single part of this. <laughs> I'm very excited. Listening to Ouija Bros. Yeah. I'm naturally musical. You really are. Well, this is because I did a lot of research on this because we were trying to do our nostalgia article, as you know, and it started out being about Weird Manitou, and then I got mm, a ways into it and said, Devin, I just want to write about the trolley. Yeah, Liz went off the rails, folks. Like a runaway train never comes back. Just like a runaway train. Yup. And I did so much research, and I want to be clear, this is not a one-to-one, like, I'm not going to read you the Nostalgia article. You should still subscribe to Nostalgia, because they're still running us, even though they changed ownership. And Mm -hmm. there's a different tone, there's different rhythm to it, but I think I couldn't go without sharing at least some of this with people. (laughs) I I did get to feel really nostalgic for the whole Manitou episode. It remains one of my top two episodes. I couldn't even tell you what the other top one is. I love <laughs> Manitou so much. It's so good. So I got really excited reading this article with you, but I know that you have even more information than I know from reading your article. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. All right. Should I just jump right? Oh, no, we have a new patron to thank. Whoa, I interrupted my own self. Whoa, you I did. I got real excited. I want to thank C for joining us as a new patron. Or thank maybe, you, C. Yeah, I'm just going to say C. I'm going to leave it at that. It's often a random guess as to how much of your contact information you want us to put out there. But thank you to C. Thank you to all our existing patrons, to our past patrons, to future patrons. We always have a great time producing a little bit extra stuff for you and getting to have that extra means of communication. Yeah. One of the first things I figured out is there was not one hell trolley. There was a whole line of hell trolleys. <laughs> like a whole hell trolley village, Everett? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Wow. You will, you will understand. I will back up a little bit to when there just was one, and it was okay. maybe not so hellish. <laughs> so as you recall, the first and reigning the first and current reigning history boyfriend of the show, Francis Cook. Yes. The man with the ear-to-ear mustache that you deemed like a smile you could pet. Yes. He had 200 acres of land in the Manitou area, right? He wanted to get rich on it. It was Montrose back then because of all the rose bushes. And he's like, yo, I'm going to divide it up into parcels and I'm going to sell it for real estate. And it's going to be super popular because his house was a little further down the hill, like, You'll pass it, usually, if you're coming off the hill on that side. It was basically where the cathedral is now. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, nice view. Beautiful view, yeah. Yeah. He developed the Spokane and Montrose steam line in 1888. Ooh. Steam was the thing, wasn't it? It was the hotness, so to speak. It was extremely popular. (laughs) No, they thought steam could do everything. He had... One steam-powered car on this line. Okay. So, 
it's adorable. I can only imagine what that looked like. Yeah, like the tiniest little train all by itself. I don't even understand it. How do you even lay track for for one car? I don't know. And I'm just going to lean into it because I discovered this when I was writing the article. Is like It's very tedious to say trolley car over and over. So unless I say automobile, I'm talking about a trolley car. Is that a subtle dig at your editor, Devin, here, who kept making you say trolley instead of car? (laughs) No, but I like being back in the frame of mind where there's a thing called a car and it is a ubiquitous part of your life, but it means something totally different than what we envision. Oh, do it. Oh, we're not talking about horseless carriages. No, we're not. (laughs) We're not talking about tin lizzies. Absolutely not. Cook, as we know, didn't really manage his investments precisely, and he got on the wrong side of the ring. You know, (laughs) Glover and Cannon and all those guys that we usually take time out to dig the dirt up on from time to time. (laughs) And he lost the line when he lost all his other land and it went through a couple owners and then became property of the city, which is when we get Manitou Park. Mm -hmm. And his line got folded in to this network of electric trolley cars that was just all over Spokane. Oh, so electric, not steam now. Yeah. Because we have the falls and we have Washington water power. Yes. So electricity was actually pretty cheap to come up with in Spokane. And they said, oh, we could actually just do that. Mm-hmm. This line was the Manitou Hilliard line. And it ran right through downtown. Okay. So it was both the one that you would see if you were enjoying the nightlife it was one that ran really far, and it was the absolute busiest one Ooh. that they had. Popular. When you've got a, yeah, when you've got a really busy form of transportation, and it runs basically to and from the thing that most people are interested in, mm-hmm. I think it's easy to pick on mm-hmm. it. But I yeah. also think that the Manitou trolley kind of earned it. Yeah. As we've covered before in the show, the cars on the Manitou line... Almost never on time. Basically just showed up whenever they felt like it. Always, always something happening. Did have sparks flying off them. Terrifying horses and like setting big hats on fire. Almost always overcrowded during peak times. Yeah. And by overcrowded, I mean like twice as many people as there are seats for. Oh, no. Which is a lot when you're talking about a semi-enclosed vehicle. Oh, right. As someone who recently relocated from Boston and rode the T, it sucks. Having Mm -hmm. more people than seats sucks. Having three times more people than seats sucks. I touched so many butts on accident. I had (laughs) my face in so many other people's underarms. It was awful. Right, it it makes you despair in humanity. Absolutely, not cut out for that. Now no. imagine all that, but also it's like there's no seatbelts or <laughs> rails or anything. It's just like a waist high wooden railing, <laughs> <laughs> the perfect height to tumble over. Yeah, so if somebody's not paying attention, they'll just completely push you out, and that can happen. And you know, you're getting smacked with the sparks and the everything that's going by. <laughs> branches and the weather as i understand it they went through different designs but of course much like i'm thinking here of the dc metro or even the london underground Mm -hmm. the heyday of these things did not coincide with air conditioning or (laughs) indoor heating (laughs) so you kind of had your choices right do you want to freeze or do you want to close it and trap all the smell all of it every last Mm -hmm. one every bit it was so crowded this was one of my favorite stories i did not work it into the nostalgia article but it cracked me up because much like the con artists are kind of a little lens into what life was like i feel like this tells you a lot about what you need to know Mm -hmm. so for context these ran really late they ran past midnight Oh, wow. They called it the owl car. So (laughs) you would catch the owl car that was your last ride home. And it would be like, okay, you know, finish your drink. The owl car is coming. Like, (laughs) you gotta go. (laughs) 
gotta get going. <laughs> Semisonic starts playing as yes, the exactly. owl car pulls in. And I envision it, even though it was just the regular trolley, but at nighttime, but I'm envisioning envisioning it like a My Neighbor Totoro cat bus. <gasps> yes. Oh, absolutely. It owl. has to be. And it's the little yeah. owl. Oh, I love it. I'm into it. it. The headlights are his cute. eyes. Oh, precious. I'd ride that. As an overcrowded Manitou car was going through downtown, okay. a young man fell out of a window, a second-story window of one of the downtown hotels. <gasps> he cracks his head on the sidewalk. A bunch of police run around. <sighs> Everybody is rubbernecking. Yeah. And another young man who's riding the car and sees this going on is so interested that he falls off the car. <laughs> He's rubbernecking this other guy's accident so hard that he has an accident. I mean, fortunately, everybody's already on scene. Yeah. And then they go, they they somehow get in contact with his father, who has to come retrieve him from Idaho. Yeah. Like, no, you're done. You can't ride the trolleys anymore. You can't stay in. You're riding the rails. You're an indoor cat now. I think of automobiles relative to other forms of transportation as Mm -hmm. very much like, I'm thinking of, God, I can't remember who sings that, but, you know, here in my car, I can only receive, I can lock up the doors. It's like your little world, right? It's your little tin can that you're contained in. Whereas a trolley was very much like... Wait, is that Devo? Here in my car. I feel safe in my car. I can hear it in cars. Minute work. You're going to get Gary Newman. Damn it. Yes. All right. It was a new way if we were in the general. Yeah. I didn't say Depeche Mode. I knew it wasn't that. (laughs) We were in the general neighborhood. Yeah, you were were much more tuned into what what was going on around you because, you know, there's no windows to roll up. There's no heater. There's... You're, you're right in the middle of it. <laughs> you're There's, just whizzing through the elements at 20 miles an hour. You really are. They would close windows sometimes. They came up with versions that were more enclosed and had okay. smoking. So that's great. Oh, nasty. Like, yeah, you don't want a stray breeze to put your nasty unfiltered cigarette out. Yeah. You really want to contain that for yeah. everybody all day. Bottle that up. Yeah. Now, as we've discussed before... It was kind of a running joke, or not, depending on the day. That's a Devin joke I stole from the article. But in the newspapers, there's a million references to how terrible this thing is. In 1909, there's just this headline from the Spokane Press, which really had specific beef with that trolley for some reason, that just said, it's the worst car line in the city. Just the worst. Just the straight worst. Don't mince words there. Just say it. Say what we're all thinking. Yeah. And as far as I can tell, part of the issue is the reporter took that train, took that trolley, and whenever things didn't work out, he would just get mad and write an article about it. So, And he'd write about it like it was in the third person. You know, where it's like, last night, the trolley did not arrive to pick people up at 1230 a.m. in Manitou, and we were standing in the snow. I mean, they were standing in the snow. Yeah. Yeah, they, That's they my were standing anyway. Yeah. yeah, God, I love that. It's just like it should have been Benjamin's beef. He should have had yeah. a column and just really leaned into that. Yeah. I hate the trolley. This is a personal vendetta, and I'm using my journalism platform to enact my vengeance. I don't know if this is very diplomatic or very passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read it to you, and okay. you can tell me it's from 1909. And in the day, in the newspapers. Not only would they do those headlines that were, like, longer than three articles put together God, now, yes. but they would also sometimes just put in, like, a couple sentences that weren't really tied to anything just to to say, you know, Josiah got a new mule. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess, I guess you got to make it fit. But one of the ones that the Spokane Press liked to use in 1909 read as follows. Perfection is hard to attain. So it will not be out of place to suggest to the traction people, traction people being the trolley line operators, Mm -hmm. that the Manitou Park car line could stand some improvement. The thing most needed is an improvement of the track. It is hard on the liver now. (laughs) Like your liver? Your liver? 
Does that mean it's like really bumpy? What is that? You have a drinking problem from how? how It's just one of those things that I guess you either that was an oblique way of saying like it makes me queasy, or yeah, is is that just sort of this was an era when people were very obsessed with their livers? They loved their livers and pills for them and stuff. So who knows? (laughs) I have no idea. But I'm going to start every, like, journal article review I do. I'm going to start with, perfection is hard to attain. (laughs) (laughs) So it will not be out of place to suggest that you do this. Like, what a blanket statement. It's like, not for nothing. Not for nothing, man. Not for nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. So I was saying the bad reputation, not all hype, right? Yeah. Let me give you a couple highlights. This has become a part of the informal tour of getting driven around by Liz, where I will call out when we're at the part of the hill, way, way up, when the Manitou trolley car operator, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. a motorman, passed out without throwing the brake on. Oh! And then... Let people know when we've gotten all the way down to Trent, which is where he finally rallied his strength enough oh my to slam God. the brake on before they hit a switch to another track. <laughs> Can you fucking imagine oh my barreling goodness. down, like past the hospitals, past <laughs> the mansions, past like that one billboard where they had the bears having sex a year or two ago. The great P&W billboard. You are just flying. And finally, (laughs) about a block before the river, this guy gets it under control. Like, that's hard on the liver. (laughs) That's hard on the liver. Do you know that the Wright brothers and people who'd go on over Niagara Falls in a barrel were the only demographics that had traveled faster than human beings <laughs> on that trolley by that day. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, wow, everybody has white hair now. Everyone's got white Weird. hair and it's blown back. I just yeah. broke 25 miles an hour. <laughs> my life. What is my life? I think my face came off. I'm not sure. <laughs> I saw my grandchildren of the future. Of the future. My cravat is askew. <laughs> I'm sure somebody lost a hat, which was the most dire thing that could happen. Of course. They'll always be like, you know, so-and-so was completely mangled and their legs came off and they were just a really a head and then a torso and they had no hat. <laughs> I love that that's the meme of that day. And today it's like, well, were his shoes still on? Yeah. But Mm. did you die? But did you die? (laughs) (laughs) So that was one. That was a 1910 incident. No, yes, that was a 1910 incident. Now, I gotta imagine more of these happened that weren't quite so dramatic and didn't (laughs) make it into the paper, right? Because these things are running constantly. Yeah. But some other highlights. 1923, it's going up Oak. So it's kind of over on the west side of town. Mm -hmm. It is churning up the hill. And these are metal wheels and metal tracks. And there's wet leaves on the rails. Yay! Much like we got to do in a car one time, the whole thing just starts going backward. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, and because it's not their first rodeo on the hell trolley, several guys just jump clear of the thing. (laughs) They're like, I'm not waiting to see where this ends. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) Gravity, do your worst. (laughs) Yep. Which is hilarious, because they actually got it under control, and those guys were the only ones injured, because, you know, they flung themselves (laughs) out of a moving trolley. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Now, this, this one I have a hard time visualizing, but I have a feeling that an action movie director could do a good job with it. This is okay. also 1923. Apparently a hard winter and fall that Difficult year. Difficult So the trolley's going along. They've got it closed up, right? The glasses, the glass okay. windows are closed mm-hmm. because the weather is bad. There's high winds and there's rain. The pulley assemblage that's on the top of the car gets broken free by the wind. Oh. And like a motherfucking like medieval assault weapon <laughs> whips straight through the glass window of the smoking car. <gasps> like imagine oh. like an entire pulley on a rope just pam 
covers the smokers with shattered glass, then flings itself back out the window. It is not done. It still has momentum. And starts trying to wrap around the main seating area like a goddamn boa constrictor. And of course, the passengers in the main car are like, holy shit, that's a live wire and hit the deck. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone is afraid, and the trolley's not really attached at the top. But other than, you know, injuries from trying to avoid the the I don't even know what the to characterize whip from it. hell this is like the yeah. Balrog's whip seriously and I love that it went through smashed a window and then backed up and started again <laughs> let me How take two hence was that thing and I love that consistently the injury is not actually that the trolley is injuring you directly it's that the trolley is so unpredictable yes. that you'll be trying to get out of the way of what you think the trolley is doing and you yeah. get hurt oh yeah and you get hurt because you're like oh, okay trolley's gonna buck and it's like no i'm not i'm gonna jive i'm gonna lie and i'm gonna be cool and i'm gonna lull you into submission <laughs> now i'm i'm aroused by a trolley all of a sudden oh no Devin no. loves the hell trolley That's Devin loves the hell trolley It's very complicated. (laughs) Yeah. So, although it was massively overcrowded at peak times, you also had the reverse issue, which is they would run it late at night, and sometimes you had nobody in there, right? Except for maybe the conductor and, like, one guy. Yeah. So, there were so many robberies. I might have to do a whole article just on how often the motormen would get held up because no if you don't have your own vehicle and you need money i guess it does make a certain sense that you know where somebody is gonna be you know give or take because they're gonna be late because they're gonna be late money consistently they seem to walk off with about six bucks and a change making machine (laughs) that's about what you managed to get change making like the little belt with the quarter Mm -hmm. and the nickel slot Yep. yep. They're like, I guess maybe there's some change still in there. That's like the nerdiest version of a fanny pack. That's so it kept stupid. happening, Devin. It happened a lot. It happened a lot. Although what? my favorite is the time when there was just the the motor man and a couple of girls, and then these guys busted out. And we're going to rob the trolley and then take their masks off and start laughing because it's all a joke. Oh, that's like, not uh, funny. Guys, they've invented guns. They've invented like, guns <laughs> long time ago in this place called China. It's yeah. scary. Yeah, it was a whole, it was like the center of, of people's lives. So although I'm picking on it for all the things that have gone wrong, it's kind of like how Bill Bryson points out that Although there is crime on the Appalachian Trail, you can draw an 1,800-mile line through any two points in the U.S. and you're going to find crime, right? Yeah. That's kind of what Manito cars were. So there's people who, let's see, I read articles about people who were taken to the hospital in them. Several people just dropped dead on them of heart attacks because, you know, it's kind of like how they have a heart attack (laughs) at every major league football game. Statistically, somebody's gonna do that. (laughs) I suppose so. There were a lot of references to it. You'll see a lot of rental advertisements that are like, oh, you know, come see this apartment we have for rent. Take the Manitou line and then go two blocks west. Like, you know, exactly what you're talking about. It's such a landmark. Yeah, or there was like a a slice of life human interest story about a laundress. And she was like, you know, the other day I was on the Manitou line and I saw a girl wearing a waist I had ironed and it made me happy. Yeah, or my personal favorite where they're trying to make some kind of case about fashion. And they were like, look, if you don't understand that the directoire gown is out of fashion, just board a Manitou park car about 10 o'clock some night and ride out to the country club. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you will know. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Mm. I did have to look up directoire gown when I saw reference to that in the article. I did as well. I was like, okay, I'm sure this looks very different (laughs) to you. I suppose so. What was happening before. So we were talking about, you know, 
statistically, when something affects so many people or takes up so much space, certain rare events will happen. One thing that happened is in 1925, mm-hmm. a whole-ass trolley car got struck by lightning. Oh! <laughs> my goodness! Yep, and this was one of the times when it was at night, there was a passenger and the motorman. Every single light bulb in the car exploded, uh. including the headlight. <laughs> so again, shattered glass everywhere. Oh my gosh. Okay. And, oh my uh, gosh. had a good story, I guess. I bet the motorman was so happy there was a passenger... So yes. to corroborate, because otherwise I think I would just be like, I don't know what happened. It I was touched by God. Yes, I don't know. I was <laughs> dozing, and then I was the yes. most awake I've ever been. I was so awake, you guys. It was amazing. We're going to invent speed in 30 years and give it to housewives. They will not feel this good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, those... The ones I've told you about, right, the the lightning strike and flying down the hill and getting rough, Yes. That's like the exciting, out-of-the-ordinary chaos. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about the standard day-to-day chaos. Oh. Or as I put in the article, the Manitou trolley cars crashed their way through several eras in transportation history. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. If you go back to the very earliest days of the trolleys, right, people have horses, they have buggies, you know, Buck is driving around with his two matched greys, and there's yes. carriages, and there's wagons. Nobody is ready for a thing that is thousands of pounds, much <laughs> faster, doesn't have eyes, and mm-hmm. can't swerve. <laughs> yes. Nobody is ready for this. So they the horses don't like it because it scares them. It's very, very loud. It and they're terrifying. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's fast and it's, you know, Hats are flying like, off of it. I don't like this at all. Yeah, people yeah. are flying off of it. Yeah. <laughs> Pulleys are flying off of it. <laughs> I don't blame the horses one bit. No, I wouldn't care for that either. But the horses at least got out of the way. People in Spokane, maybe not so much. No, so, they never do. Were, never no. do. Never will. Not going to start now. Mm-mm. Definitely weren't going to start in the early 1900s. The Mm-mm. trolley car company actually runs its campaign. Say, <laughs> okay, no, I do have to find this because it made me laugh so hard I had to call Matt in when I found it. Yes. All right, let me. Ah, here we go. Boost safety campaign. Car company has posters with warning. Advises public on manner of crossing tracks and streets. Look is feature. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking jackass. Look. How to stay safe. Look. Look. Here's the actual posters. The Spokane Traction Company printed posters for all the trolley cars yes. in red. And here's one. Wait till the car passes. It is cheaper to be delayed a moment now than to spend a month in the hospital. Because, you know, a horse can slow up a little bit. A little bit. Or swerve or, you yeah. know, probably. It's still not a great yeah. idea. But a trolley, you're not just going to be like, mm, I'll ease the brake a little. No. No, well, that's one. Let's see. Wait, yeah, though, I'm like, what? I'm sorry, but they missed an opportunity to say it is better to wait a moment now and or to be late a moment now than late for eternity. Ooh, that's pretty good. Because it I fucking they killed your ass. That they would knock people down and kill them. <laughs> like, yeah. spent a month in the hospital. I'm like, what? What hospital? Like, it's 1914. Like, dear God, it's 50-50 when you go in there. I don't recommend it. Nope. Oh, let's see. Here's another sign. To drivers of automobiles and other vehicles, trolley cars have but one course to follow in the street. Along the tracks. <laughs> Avoid injury to yourself and property by keeping off the tracks as far as possible. Watch carefully when crossing car tracks. Oh, Here's another one. Wow. Look before stepping on track. Don't step from behind the car onto the tracks without looking to see if there's a car approaching. <laughs> And it goes on like that. And you're like, good God. Like, please look for traffic. 
please, I, please, yeah. don't just like walk straight out into traffic and assume everything's gonna go. Please don't, please don't just stand on the tracks until yeah. you think of something yeah. better to do. Are you a bunch <laughs> of newly liberated toddlers? I mean, come on. <laughs> they were chickens who just escaped a farm. Just and escaped like, wow. a farm. When we took Jonah to San Francisco, we rode the trolley and we. <laughs> Uh, we're with a woman who was much in command of not only herself, but our <laughs> trolley. And there was someone who just darted in front of the trolley and she opened up that window and leaned out and go, what? You don't like your life? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, how, how did that come to mind? But yeah, I imagine you would have creamed this dude had they not oh, scooted Where's a little bit for faster. Most of my life decisions, but, <laughs> you don't like your life? <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna eat all those buffalo wings. Yes. Like, you don't like your stomach? Yes, <laughs> we need her. You like sleeping tonight? <laughs> so yeah, they would run into horses, uh-huh. and horses would run into them. Well, yes. And then, of course, you get automobiles, then uh-huh. horseless carriages. And like we've talked about in the past, I think, right, nobody has a license. No. The, the licensing requirements for automobiles at that time to be a driver in the 20s in Washington were actually more robust than a lot of states. You had to have 10 days of driving experience, you had to pay a dollar, and you had to have two other men say that there was no reason they could think of that you wouldn't be a safe driver. (laughs) Stop it. So how do you get the experience without the license? Oh, it's a good fucking question, isn't it? <laughs> like, who's... I, I just love that you have to find two people who are like, I don't know, sure. I guess. I don't or know. What I, am I going to do, say no, and then I don't get to borrow his car? Like, the only person I know with a car. I don't know what it takes to drive a car. <laughs> sure. He has 10 days of driving experience. Of course he does. That's all you need. And I'm like, I don't think it meant like 80 hours or whatever. <laughs> uh, no. Can you point to 10 days on which you were behind the wheel of a car? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There are no stoplights. The oh, traffic God. control system is a policeman with a loud whistle. <laughs> <laughs> He's also got one of those metal things, like from Looney Tunes, where it's like, ding, stop, ding, ding yes. go. It's a paddle, and he's got yeah. a really weird-looking hat. It's, yeah. it's puffy with a little tiny brill. And they've invented yellow lights, but we don't have them out here yet. Uh, the concept wait, uh, of yellow light, not so much. The concept uh, of maybe don't just spring it on people that it's time to stop now. Oh, I gotcha, yes. Yeah. Now, by 1927, the cars and the automobiles are hitting each other on a daily basis. Yeah. Daily basis. Let me back up a sec. So I said the Manitou line was the most heavily used line. Yeah. Right? It would carry in a month 400,000 people. And admittedly, some of that is the same person riding on, like, more than one. Yeah. Right? But the whole system was handling two million or more trips a month. This was the way to get around. This was huge. But all of a sudden, some of these folks are going, I can buy a personal automobile. I like this idea a lot. Uh And the roads are not designed for this at all. Mm -mm. So... Trolleys, for one thing, you can't just picture like an STA bus. They don't pull over yeah. to load and unload. They just stop their whole trolley ass in the middle of the street. <laughs> yep. And the street is narrow and the yep. street doesn't have any lines. No. Now, automobiles also picture an automobile from like the 1920s, right? You, like you they weren't like- all as bad as like Willy Wiley would eventually come up with, but they were yeah. like yachts. They were sturdy. Yeah. And you had to, like, some broad-shouldered things. Crank them up with a giant key in the front. (laughs) Sometimes you did. Sometimes you didn't have an auto start because you weren't that fancy. Yeah. And they would sputter and they would, oh, they would do all the things. They were, they were very exciting and very terrifying. And, of course, imagine... It's well, it's like imagine getting behind a bus now, right? Like it's frustrating. It happens to me a lot. Yeah, I live for close sure. To downtown. So 
now, instead of being like, okay, well, they're going to move on, or maybe they'll find some place they can pull over, you know for a goddamn fact, <laughs> they're on a track. <laughs> so you are not getting out from behind that without yeah. either darting down a side street, yeah, or you can try to swerve out into oncoming traffic, if that's an option. Okay. <laughs> and, of course, what you're probably going to do if you do that is either hit Another trolley car come in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. You're going to hit another automobile yeah. that you can't see and can't see you. And there's no stop sign or stop light or street lights for that matter. These are running at night and there's no goddamn street lights. Oh my God. Picture and that. No, I don't then, want to. As you're imagining this seething rock'em sock'em robot bumper car situation <laughs> remember also everybody who wants to get on and off the trolley is just standing around in the middle of the street mm. so anybody who wants to get off the trolley is just walked in front of your car anybody who wants to get on the trolley is doing the same thing uh-uh. or just milling around and not looking where they're going no look the most oh god the most terrifying one i'm so glad nobody got hurt i'll preface it with that so, 1920, a Pontiac Coupe okay. is trying to squeeze by one of the trolleys. The trolley catches the bumper. It drags it into the path of another trolley car oh coming my the God. opposite way, and they grind it between them. <gasps> they keep going. They are that heavy. Oh. They are that solid. And basically, the first person who called the police was like, uh, I just saw people get mangled to death. Yeah. They actually were okay. The car was a write-off, but they survived. <laughs> and even the driver was like, that one's on me. That, wow. <laughs> that's my fault. Damn right, Pontiac. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we also have this little issue, which hit us today in Spokane, of snow. Uh-huh. So the way the trolleys would deal with snow is they had, you know that, like, cow catcher thing yeah. that they put at the front? Yeah, yeah. They had a big plow. Mm. That's that's what they had. Now, I've okay. seen some also very cool stuff when I was at the Northwest Train Depot Museum or whatever in Wallace. They actually would have, like, rad gigantic fans on the front and stuff like some weird technology for actual like train trains but the trolleys would just basically have a plow yeah on on one of the trolleys and would go along and it would shove all the snow into big berms now again if you are pulling a small wagon behind a horse a horse can squeeze over to the side a car cannot and you cannot get past oh no and so of course the trolleys are getting more stressful to ride because this is happening. So they're having to go slower and slower and be more careful and there's more accidents. Yeah. So more and more people are going, well, I guess I'll get an automobile then because the trolley is becoming really difficult. Yeah. And it turns into this death spiral thing. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very hard to make a profit because obviously charging more when fewer people want your services is a risky maneuver. Terrible idea. Yeah. And then we had this era, which was like Uber and Lyft a hundred years earlier. Okay. And they were called jitneys. So hmm. a jitney, the entire concept is that I have a car, I have an automobile, and I decide to subsidize it by giving you a ride. And you give me a little money for gas. Oh. And so they would just whiz around picking people up like an unlicensed cab or whatever uh yeah yeah not you know the safest choice necessarily but also like what are you gonna do well you know (sighs) it's that or take your chances with the possible car serial killer or hell trolley lighting you on fire Mm -hmm. it's all bad it's all scary it's all scary i don't like any of these options can i just work from home can i telecommute (laughs) Yeah, well, how's your Wi-Fi? Yeah. Uh, you're, so you're going to be, like, in the basement, and also it's 1920. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I see. I'm going to be homeless. That is going to be my option. <sighs> yeah. Now, one of the things that's hard about the weather around here is that it freezes and thaws and freezes and thaws, and this causes the roads to crack yeah and i know there's been a million jokes about how 
you know, our national whatever is the pothole. Yes. And Spokane falls into a pothole, but it really is very bad. Like, it's so you don't bad. really realize how bad it is until you live in another no. city. And you're like, like, I would just hit potholes head on living in North Carolina and people would be like, what the hell? And I'm like, I sorry, like I didn't didn't it's, occur to me to swerve because in no. Spokane you can't swerve. You can't You're just gonna hit a different one. No, I take it like a man. You like, do you just cowgirl it, up. Yeah, you take it on the, the chin. And, oh man, yeah. I've I've ruined at least two tires with Spokane potholes. You know, <sighs> causing them to bulge by hitting them them too hard. You know somebody too who hit a pothole and his whole wheel flew off. <laughs> like just left, just went down the street it's without just, him. Bye. I'm out. See you. <laughs> Done. Yeah, See you now, never. This was just as much of a problem a hundred years ago or more, except here's the trick. If I'm a jitney driver, or I'm even just driving my own personal automobile because I'm a stylish lady and that's how I roll, uh-huh. that's my upkeep cost, right? Like the city manages the roads. I don't have to worry about that. But if you are the Spokane Traction Company, every winter a ton of your track is getting wrecked and you have to constantly upkeep it and maintain it. The city does not take care of that. So you've got this massive expense that nothing else on the road has to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. So the writing was on the wall by the late 20s, right? They're like, clearly automobiles and trolleys are not existing well in the same space. Right. Gasoline seems like a reasonable option. Electricity, let's not even touch the whole electric car thing. Yeah. They're like, you know, the upkeep on the trolleys is getting really bad. They are, you know, you know, like anything that goes into a death spiral, like picture Kmart, right? Like fewer people come, so they have less money to spend. So it's not as nice. So fewer people come, so they have less money to spend. So it's not as nice. Yeah. (sighs) And that's what happens to the trolleys. And so they decide to replace them with, I love this term, gasoline buses or trackless trolleys. I love that they're kind of <laughs> easing people into the concept. <laughs> yeah, it's it's familiar, but better. Don't worry. It's new and improved trolley, but we won't necessarily call it a trolley. Yeah. Now, I hadn't thought about this until just now, but I think... So the word bus comes from the word omnibus, which I don't know if you run into that. I do sometimes because it's uh, sometimes at the end of a legislative session, they decide to just cram all the unfinished business into one thing yeah. and do like, you know, a consolidated omnibus reconciliation act, AKA Cobra or something mm. like that. Okay. So omnibus, it's a collection of all different things together. So that's why a, coach a bus a whatever you know what we call a bus today oh. has that name right it's a bunch of different people with different places that they're going who no are friggin way in the same form of transportation so it kind of makes sense then that they're like this is a gasoline bus so the concept of a bus and for that matter a car is earlier than any of the things than, uh. than either of the things that we think of as a bus or a car that's cool but they they can't just say, it's going to be a bus now. People are like, I don't know what that I is. I don't get it. This <laughs> is a new noun. They're like, it's like the trolley, but it doesn't have a track. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, Manito, that goes down by 1931. By 1934, the last of the South Hill ones are gone. In 1936, they have a parade. This is my favorite. Spokane people will go to anything. Yes. They have one last trolley car that get ceremonially escorted to Nat Park full of hay because they set it on fire in a Viking funeral. 10,000 people are there. They've brought booze. They've brought fireworks. They've brought picnic lunches. And they sing Old Lang Syne and presumably all the other standards that everybody knows. Yeah. They are both like, nobody wanted to ride the trolleys anymore, but they still had to have this particular celebration (laughs) slash, I don't even know, memorial. Memorial, a wonderful Viking funeral, as you said. Yeah, this this moment of saying goodbye, the trolley era. You're, you're over. <laughs> Back to hell. 
with Back to hell with, with you, you hell trolley. <laughs> it ends as it lived in flames. In flames. <laughs> <laughs> with way too many people. And they're kind of drunk. And they're a little bit tipsy. Yup. Now, for the purposes of this, I did want to tell people a couple places they can actually go. Like, there's tracks. There's still a lot of tracks yeah. around Spokane. I, I don't have a comprehensive list. But for the Manitou one, the easiest ones I know about are if you go to the south end of Manitou Park, which I think a lot of people don't hit up unless you have a kid and you're going to, like, the the playground that's up there, the splash yeah. pad. There's a little stretch of road between Manitou Boulevard and Grand Boulevard. It's by that, like, really fancy white house with the columns. Yeah. And you can still see the tracks. I love that. You can actually see one of the cars if you want to go out to Reardon and see the Inland Northwest Rail Museum. Because one of the Manitou Hilliard Line cars spent a couple decades being a restaurant, like Frank's, I oh, guess. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then they gave it to the Rail Museum, so oh, that's, that's neat. part of their rolling stock. I am going to buy it for from them for when we do our mobile museum, and we'll just put it in that. Hells yes. And <laughs> imagine trying to take that thing through downtown. We oh could take it God. through downtown. It could We're relive like, its glory He's days. Back. You can't burn her. You she can't. She burns you. She burns you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Okay, so go to YouTube if you can. Oh, wait, you mean me right now. You, I mean you and everybody if they want to watch um. with us. All right, we just gotta. I'll give people the heads up. The rest of the episode is just going to be us watching this twelve-minute video of a trip down Market Street in San Francisco, nineteen oh six, watching what it's like when you have a trolley, automobiles, and horses on the road. So, if you're not interested in that, peace. We'll see you next week. If you are, <laughs> carry on. You're oh, gonna love it. My goodness. Okay, so I'm okay. at YouTube. What am I looking at? Nineteen oh six trolley video. Try that. And it's from Mike Upchurch, and it says, A Trip Down Market Street, 1906. With sound, you can if you want. It was added after the fact. It's like a fake Foley thing, because oh. they weren't taping it in sound. All right, on three. One, two, three. Okay. All right. A Trip Down Market Street, San Francisco, April 14th, 1906. So what it looks like to me is they've mounted a camera on the front of the trolley, which yeah. is brilliant. Wonderful. It's a dash cam. Yeah. Already, already, folks, there are three carriages abreast, a man Mm -hmm. in a top hat. He's driving on the wrong side of the car. Oh, my God. Look at that dude. He's running away with. Oh, and he just jumped on the back of this wagon. You guys, this guy with like a whole bundle, like he just robbed a bank. It should have a dollar sign on this. Just ran across the trolley tracks and then jumped on a wagon like he was like they were his buddies. But, you know, you see kids in movies do it. He's yeah. hiding out. What is standing out to me about this, first of all, is that it's like some people are from a culture where you drive on the right side of the road. Yep. Some people are from a culture where you drive on the left side and some people are diagonal. Some of them are definitely diagonal. There is there is no attempt at making lanes. No, that guy's sweeping He's in front of a car. He's sweeping in front of a sweeping car. Sweeping a whole road yep. as a the- car comes by. There's people who like the way they dart in front of the horses – uh, okay. That freaks Another me out. Car. These cars on the just right. keep, classic. keep cutting off the trolley. That guy, yeah. do you see that dude run out of the way of the car? Yeah, there's so many people running out of the way of the cars. The cars are like, Wah! that person's just going completely sideways yep. down the road. They're just swerving. It's just, it's just wild. Like, the cars are paying no attention, and the fact that the people in them are sitting, like, eight feet above the road. Oh, yeah. nothing. Nothing. They're a goddamn folding chair. Yep. Like, yep. <laughs> you could fall out of that from a dead stop. <laughs> like, look at that guy. Didn't even look. <laughs> didn't even, didn't even look. check to see the trolley just... that was coming at him, because he wanted to go to the other trolley. Yep. What's, what's this island here in the middle of the street with two lampposts and a bunch of people on it? Is that, is that where you would pick them up on a trolley, perhaps? Perhaps? That's is that, a very good question. I don't know. Look at all these fools sprinting. All, oh, got a bicycle. Good, we've got a bicycle, and he's he's mm-hmm. got one of those. Fl- uh, look at that guy oh, panic. Oh, oh, he's really going. Oh my god! Anybody watch this? And, and, oh my god! At yeah, two twenty-eight. So 
to recap, was trying to play it cool, walked in front of the trolley that the camera's on, panicked, stopped dead in front of an oncoming trolley, changed his mind, ran back in front of an automobile, and then ran in front of the original trolley. This was so stressful. Having a mustache the whole time. Having a mustache the entire time. The audacity. Oh my goodness. Now there goes, I think that's like a, a horse-drawn bus, maybe. That, it looks like a circus animal thing. Look at those spikes that are coming out of it. Oh, there's a trolley just there's going a, completely sideways a trolley across the going entire Perpendicular. Oh my goodness. The size of those hats, you could sled on that. Oh, oh my God, a police goodness. The police here. officer's here with his baton. Oh now, my I God. Tell if, if they're not letting passengers on or if people are just jumping on. Yeah, run straight in front of it. Now slow down to walk in front of the other one. There are like 14 trolleys in a row from the other direction, and people yeah. are darting out of them as though they couldn't kill them. They are so yeah. wrong. Oh my god. How did that bicyclist get. We watched somebody eat shit on the Portland train tracks (laughs) once as a bicyclist, and these guys are just whizzing back and forth across the trolley tracks. (laughs) I don't know. The trucks aren't wrecking everything. Nope. That guy's carrying some lumber. Stop running in front of the trolleys. Stop running in front of the trolleys. It's like they can't stop themselves. They just panic and run straight at it. They want to die. They want to because they're in they 1906. Like they, you don't like your life? Oh my goodness. What is really strange to me though is that like everybody is wearing black or white. I think so. I mean, so that guy's clearly wearing like gray or Liz, blue. Liz, I Oh, I didn't get the joke. They're all wearing black or white. Sorry, I'm so used to like mentally translating. Like, old movies that I yeah. was like, what does she mean? Devin made a good joke and I missed it. No, it's all good. It wasn't that he good of a, a joke. Paper boy. They, here's a paper boy. Extra, extra, a nickel for today's news. Oh, God, here comes another trolley. Here Sorry, comes guys. another trolley. What? Oh, God, that oh, got someone got hit by that got car. so hit by it. What is with everybody carrying around these giant cardboard tubes or something? What are you all buying that know. needs to come the in? Pieces of lumber? Right. Oh, good. Here's that's pornography. It's just like it, painted on like a three by two. Little kid, it, get out. That okay? That paper boy's got nothing better to do now nope. than just fuck with the trolley he operator. Absolutely saw that camera and did a cheeky grit. Get out of here, hat. God, <laughs> I hate There's them. So all. much like fancy metal on the cars too. They've got like lanterns and lamps. They've got fancy. Is. That horse is galloping. They have fancier yeah. lamps than I have in my that house. That horse doesn't have a person. That, you're on the wrong side of you're the road. The 18 guys side. in the car. <laughs> you fucks. You pompous oh, assholes. Stop He's it. just going. <laughs> He's just going. Oh, the trolley Squeeze stopped. Right between those trolleys. See, the trolley's getting people off of that off of that median thing, off of that island. Mm-hmm. But look how they just stand in the middle of the road. They do. They Imagine just... this after dark. No. Fucking thumbs up their asses, all of them. <laughs> All of them. Oh, my God. If I had to be anybody on this street, I would only be that guy that just passed on the white horse. Because what? Oh, this kid just had to dodge out of the way of a car into the trolley path. That was They're the safer so course They're of like action. Russian casual about it. Oh, so Russian like, yeah, casual. that'll happen. Oh, my that'll goodness. Happen. This guy's... There you go, little this idiot. Ho- okay, Okay, he has strings for those horses. Leads, I guess. I was just like, is anybody controlling that horse? Strings is better. What's this guy doing? (laughs) Horses on strings. Horses on strings. I don't remember what I was saying, but this is quite stressful. (laughs) These kids are running after a car, pulling on it, apparently. Yeah. Everybody, when a car almost hits them, they kind of take, like, two half steps to the side, like you would if you, like, entered somebody's personal space in a hallway. Yep. Like they're like, ooh, sorry. Yeah, Excuse oh, me. Uh, get, see, but you're dude, not get really your getting out of the way. Off the track, God. Again, okay. Is that the same newspaper? No, this is a different person. Get off the track. No, he's get just standing the there. He's just I think standing part there. Part of this is the camera is really exciting to people, so they're like trying to figure out what's going on and stopping to look at it. I mean, that's being very nice to them, Liz. I think they're all dumb. I think we are really <laughs> lucky that any of our ancestors ever managed to bump uglies to produce <laughs> us. This is so stupid. I should have taken an extra citalopram <laughs> this morning. Run, this is run. awful. Lady, run. 
Get out of- No, don't. Just get dead. You don't deserve this. Look at this bitch with her giant hat. Get out of there. Get out of the way. I'm surprised only a few people have leaped onto cars at this point, mostly from the back. Like, if certain people just jump up onto the hood. Yes, yes. Oh, well, there she goes. She's going to try to get on this trolley. Oh, here comes another horse car. It's just dark. Horse passing on the right as a car passes on the right. Oh, my gosh. No one is good. I love these men. They have to sit shoulder to shoulder. Very. Ooh, this man has a cape. That guy's head on this horse to the trolley. Yep. Marvelous cape man. Um, (laughs) Wasn't he beautiful? What is going on with this? so close with a horse. Oh, man. The Amish are in town. Look at that buggy. That's oh, like classic delivery. Oh, there was a kid right there, and then another a bunch dude. Of kids in there. Look at them all poking They're all excited. out. They're so stoked. This is like us when the uh, the Google Maps car goes by. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most exciting thing. It's the best thing ever. It's a trolley and a camera, and I'm sure there's a guy up there in the little director's newsy cap, and he's cranking the, oh, the yeah, motion he's picture. Winding he's winding, one winding 1, it. Two 1,000, yep. Yes, the entire time. You had to do time. that because if you wound it faster or slower, it would, like, oh, that guy's just hanging on. You can't yep. just hang on the back of the car. He's just hang on the back of the car. Apparently he's he like can. He's, like, waving. Yep. He's doing it for the vibe. He's having a great <laughs> like, <laughs> Definitely doing it for the vine. And this this horse is what this horse cart with all the kids in the back taking the, the kids to the wharf or whatever. Absolutely. Oh God. They just sorry. Every cut. time I do that is because a car just cuts. God, almost hit that cart. Yep. Um, I don't know how we didn't see somebody die. I'm video, really surprised. Yeah, it's just like right the fuck in front of the trolley. I'm like, yeah, yep. I, I accept that it's clear, but the problem is there's a trolley behind you. There's yeah, absolutely. It's right there. What does this sign say? National Hardware. It says um, Nathaniel um, Hale or Nathan oh, Hale. Nathan Hale. I think Hale. it's like a cigar ad or something. Like how about gotcha. George cigars? Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah. Here's a horse-drawn bus. A horse-drawn bus that just bigger than shit walked right in front of the trolley yeah. that can't stop. Look, that guy's just like squatting on the back. He's just chilling. Yeah. He's just chilling. Another one. Oh, there's another urchin. You tiny they wonder. They had them on the back, like, like they hadn't figured out to put tires on the back yet. Nope, nope. They're like, what goes back there? We don't really have a boot. We don't have a trunk. boy. A boy. <laughs> put a boy. Look at this Live guy. Live boy. This guy holding on to that car. Those cars almost careened into each other. <laughs> so many of these almost hit each other. They're so... It's so amazing. Oh, no! Jesus, <laughs> it makes my butthole pucker. This is so <laughs> bad. 113 years ago, and I'm still so worried for them. I'm so worried for them, Liz, but seriously. People's Express, get out of the road. It is not as express as it should be. Oh, oh my God. God. No. How did they not hit it? Eureka, this, California. I think, is the only time the trolley hit the brakes. That's the only time you see it kind of do that rock back. It did. Look at that fool run, holding his hat on his head. Holding his oh, hat. Another car. Where, look, nuns. These tracks just stop, Liz. Nuns on the right. Where's nuns it going? Right. Oh, look at the nuns. <laughs> nuns. She is nonplussed. Oh, look my goodness. Beard. Look at his beard. He is clearly a hobbit Blowing slash wizard. Oh! <laughs> wow. Is it turning? Trolleys can mm-hmm. turn corners? Well, I think they're turning the camera around because they're at the uh, edge. And all, the, yeah. all the youths who followed them with all their bundles of whatever. That's so Okay, sweet. thank you so much for watching that with me. But yes. just understand that that's what Spokane was like every goddamn day for like 20 years. Yes. Oh my goodness gracious. Isn't that delightful? No, it's scary. It makes me sad. It makes me sad to be a human, Liz. Seriously, we're not smart. We have no self-preservation instinct. Yeah, I mean, everyone's just kind of like, whoop, let me get out of your way there. Whoop. And it's like, sorry, that's a whole trolley. However, a whole uh, yeah, and I suppose, like, I am extremely conscientious of cars and things in roads and other people's, but I eat weird berries I find in the woods because I'm pretty sure I know what it is. So I guess I have self-preservation and uh, instincts of a different kind. I would take the trolley if I lived in that era just because I would not want to be behind the wheel. Well, also, I couldn't be behind the wheel because of being a woman. Yeah, you. But. <laughs> woman, you. 
Yeah, where would I find two men to say that there was nothing wrong with me and I could drive a car? Even if I could come up with a dollar. Even if you could. Yeah. Ten days of driving experience. Why, I'd probably have a baby in that time. You'd easily have one baby. (laughs) But presuming that I could, I still would just not want to be on the road with that many people walking straight out in front of you without looking all the time. Like, I imagine that's what it's like to suddenly be driving in, like... Hong Kong yeah. or something yeah. or Mumbai, yeah. right? I, like it's yeah. just everyone's living on a totally different plane of spatial awareness than you are. It's ridiculous. Jason had a Lyft driver one time who has said something wonderful to Jason that is now part of our repertoire. And he was from Mumbai and he was telling Jason just, you know, how people here are, it was in Boston, but how People are so dumb because they will just step out into traffic. And he kept saying, they will knock you flat. (laughs) So we're just like, God bless you, man. They will knock you flat. They will knock you flat. And now every time you see somebody do that, you're like, I'll knock you flat. I'll knock you flat. Yep. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. I, oh, it just, it stresses me out to think about, but it's also amazing to think that people ever made it work or make it work, or any of this. Because we are trained, right? Like, that was was a generation thing. Like, those people, none of the people we saw were brought up being taught, like, look both ways before Mm -mm. you cross the street, or wait for the red light before you cross, or hold my hand, or, you know, be careful around cars, all the stuff that I've been teaching Lydia (laughs) about, you know, we got to do this in parking lots, and we got to do that. No, no, No. they were just like, you know, good luck, everybody. Like, here I go. (laughs) Take your take your tin can lunch pail and yep. drink a bunch of milk. We hope to see you at dinner. Exactly, especially all those unattended children. All those it's like, children. Anyway, I'm nine years old and I have a cap and breeches and I'm carrying a package wrapped in paper and string. Yes, yes. Off to work, Off to work I go. What am I, I selling? Grab the back of a car later and see where I end up. <laughs> it seems like a lot of fun. Kind of did, yeah. I mean, I I don't want the ravages of polio. I don't want to worry about dying at 43, you know, because of my abscessed molar. But it does seem like that would have been kind of fun to be a kid right then. I feel like maybe people hadn't figured out that cars could kill you yet or something, which is very yeah. strange. Because I feel like as soon as we invented anything that was like a car, we started killing people with it. Oh, yeah. Like, immediately. Have I told you about, like, the first automobile death? No, but I was just thinking about, like, think about, there was one guy who who is forever known as the first guy who was killed by a car. Her name is Bridget Driscoll. Oh. <laughs> Her name's. Yes, it was 1896, and a car on the grounds of the Crystal Palace in London was doing a demonstration. It was going four miles per hour, and Bridget walked in front of it, and it knocked her flat. It knocked her flat. It knocked her flat. It knocked her four miles an hour. Like that's like uh, uh, like you know that little walk that you do when when the when the walk sign is is (laughs) ticking down. (laughs) You squeeze the butt cheeks together and power through. Yeah, four miles per hour. It's like the Austin Powers steamroller scene. It seriously was. (laughs) I'm sorry, Bridget. I'm sorry you died. I'm sorry this is what you're famous for. Yeah, and I'm sorry it caught you off guard. But holy shit, I knew it was 1896. but I feel like (laughs) you could have seen it. It was deliberately limited to four miles per hour. Its yeah. actual maximum speed was eight. Oh. But for safety. For safety. They were only going to let it go four miles per hour. Um. One witness described the car as traveling at a reckless pace, in fact, like a fire engine. Oh. oh. <laughs> four miles yeah. an hour. Oh, God, lover. She could have crawled out of the way faster. Seriously. Uh, oh. oh, wait, no. Well, technically, we can go back further. There's Mary Ward, who in 1869, again, an Irish woman. I won't make any nope. abstractions about that. They're not the worst drivers I've seen. <laughs> but her cousins built an experimental steam car and ran her over with Oh, it. my God. They knocked her down. All right. Now, in the Americas, it was a guy. It was Henry H. Bliss. He was in New York <laughs> City. He was getting off a trolley. <laughs> 
getting off a trolley near Central yeah. Park in New York City, and an electric taxi cab ran him over. Oh, no! Oh, yep. Mr. Bliss. Aww. Mr. Bliss. That blows my mind. All of it is amazing, and I hope people enjoyed revisiting the Hell Trolley. I will try to put up some pictures, just like I did for our last episode of, I put up pictures of the crows, of the masks, of silkies, and this time I'll put up, I'll definitely link to that video. Yes, And I'll put up pictures of the surviving car. I can put up some pictures of what it looked like in action there aren't a ton of photographs where it's centrally featured because it's just one of the you know yeah we even have things like that in our own life right yeah where you think about a place that you lived and before cell phones were everywhere you're like i don't have any pictures of that Mm-mm. or i no. don't have a single picture of this person i used to hang out with all the time all the same, yeah <laughs> and it was just you know it'll show up in the background of stuff but until the trolleys were going nobody really made a big deal of them right yeah so join us on social media by which i mean twitter by which I mean Facebook, by which I mean the Instagram. You're going to come to OuijaBroads.com if you want to explore other areas, if you want to help with transcripts, you can find out more about that there. You can always join us on Patreon.com, just like C did Mm -hmm. recently, and get access to unedited episodes. I say unedited. I'll take off the parts where, like, I get up and wander over and find a charger for my phone and come back and plug in the phone. Like, I don't make you sit through that. No, only I have like, to sit through that. <laughs> if you like digressions and outtakes and a little more insight into the process behind the show and, and that kind of stuff, you might be interested. And that comes out earlier than the main feed episode, along with more behind the scenes stuff and other information. Okay, so good good stuff plus you get to support us and help us continue to bring you fascinating content yeah i mean anything else i should throw in there no my friend just our uh, our typical call to action which as you very well know is to live weird die weird and stay weird thanks for listening thank you for listening Mm -hmm.